This Texas abortion law, man, setting the world on fire. Look what they're doing, and they're taking away women's rights, and it's this is an abomination, and we have to codify abortion. What is the fetish the political left has with abortion? That's the question. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. I, I will tell you, and you guys who have been around for a while, and I appreciate it quite a bit, you know that this isn't my front and center subject. Just never has been. Uh, I, I I think I fall more into that um, that uh, Mitch Daniels camp uh, that I'm not particularly the greatest social conservative. It's not that I oppose it. It's just not where when I have my conversations, it's not where I start. It's not my it's not my 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 point. Uh, economic liberty and, and personal liberty. And that's why I'm pro-life because of that personal liberty conversation. Uh, but that's that's more of where I go and more of how I explain things. And, and I, I just being honest about where I'm at. But when I watch people lose their heads over abortion and scream that it's about women's reproductive rights, no, it's not. And don't tell me I can't talk about it because I'm not a woman. I'll laugh in your face, including if you are a woman, because I have that much respect for you. I treat people like equals. I laugh in the face of men all the time. I will laugh in the face of a woman as well. That's the kind of equality that I'm bringing here in my life. Just just want to put that put that out there. But it's 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 a fetish. This obsession with abortion and cheering abortion and needing abortion and loving abortion chanting your abortion, singing your abortion, shouting it, it's celebrating it. It's weird. It's a fetish. And the people who are like that need to know that you caused this law in Texas, which says no abortions after six weeks, basically, with a heartbeat, and the Supreme Court didn't knock it down because of how the enforcement goes. The enforcement is not from the state. It's actually from the people, from the citizenry. All people are angry as can be about it. But let's be clear why this happened. You wouldn't stop poking at the pro-lifers. You did this. You couldn't leave well enough alone. And and I'm saying this for your benefit. You kept laughing at pro-lifers, mocking pro-lifers. You kept poking at them and shouting your abortion. You know what they kept doing? They kept marching in D.C. and they kept talking to their friends and they kept presenting the evidence and they kept convincing people. You are infuriated that they figured out how to kick your ass. You can't believe it. And you lost in the courts. And anytime you lose in the courts, you want to set fire to it. Look at all of the people out there, like Representative Ocasio-Cortez. We have to pack the court and end the filibuster. Over abortion. Over the right to kill something. We have to understand that the problem here, I was discussing it yesterday I think it's very well said by both Charles C.W. Cook and by Kevin Williamson, two guys I like, because I think they speak honestly and clearly and thusly. The problem is Roe. Roe v. Wade is the problem. This idea that it somehow has to remain, that it is holy, is a lie. And it's a lie told by liars. The Second Amendment is holy and has to remain. 
The Constitution has no conversation about abortion, and Roe v. Wade is created out of whole cloth. It is mythology. An absolutely terrible decision by the Supreme Court that invented a right where one does not exist. Come at me. I'm not discussing whether or not we should have legal abortion in the United States. I am discussing whether or not Roe v. Wade should have been allowed by the, by the Supreme Court, and the answer is no. The court was wrong. I've been saying so for years. I've been arguing it on the idea that it's the usurpation of states' rights. States get to decide. So is this Texas case the end of Roe? Well, no, Roe versus Wade still remains. However, this Texas case proves without a doubt that the pro-life side is coming for Roe and the constitutionalists should be opposed to Roe as well and be welcoming its demise. They should be welcoming the end of Roe. They should be welcoming the idea that this terribly implemented quote-unquote law has no constitutional basis, has no uh, merits, was a failure from the beginning, and was an absolute travesty by the courts. Does that stop Massachusetts or Illinois or Minnesota from allowing uh, legal uh, abortion? Nah, I don't think it does, actually. Because I don't think you'll get to the part two where it's outlawed in the United States. I just don't think you're going to get there. But the Texas case, the Texas situation, which, by the way, the Texas law has some issues. I'm not saying no. But you kept poking the bear, pro-choicers. And the best is they're no longer pro-lifers. They're anti-abortionists. They don't care what you call them, man. They won. Through persistence and perseverance, they resisted and they persisted. And no matter how you twist and turn, Roe v. Wade has got to go. It's just bad policy. It's bad constitutional thought. 